And here we go, here we go. On the 28th day of August, 2023, 6 o'clock straight up, which means it is time for Real Talk Memphis. Uh, it is uh, wonderful to be here. Uh, I am your humble host, Chip Washington. I am glad you are wherever you are and hope you're doing well uh, in the process. Been a, a whole seven days as we've been here, and uh, uh, we're back and fired up and ready to go tonight after that uh, that level Lola show uh, earlier, uh, to, right before our show tonight. She's 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 pretty good at this music mix thing. I just you know, in case you hadn't figured that out, yeah, she's pretty good at all this and. Uh, she precedes us each and every Monday evening from 5 to 6 p.m. Now, uh, we are going to, of course, uh, endeavor, as we always do each and every week, to uh, bring you a good quality uh, bit of radio programming. Uh, you're asking right now, well, how do I get this this uh, so-called good quality radio programming? Well, uh, any number of ways. We're on live right now. Uh, 91.7 WYXR on your FM <coughs> FM dial, excuse me. Uh, we are also on the uh, YXR app. We are on the TuneIn app. Uh, and, uh, of course, we're on Facebook Live, as we generally are each and every Monday. And uh, when uh, the show is posted tomorrow afternoon, you can uh, also find us on YouTube. And, of course, uh, as a podcast, you can catch us wherever it is you get your podcast. So uh, uh, we hope you do that. Like, follow, share, subscribe. That's always a, a good formula to have, uh, especially when you do shows like this and uh, and, you, and, you, and you want folks to, to pay attention. I appreciate all of you who uh, do check us out each and every week. I appreciate those of you who download the podcast because it's actually a pretty decent show uh, and all of that kind of good stuff. Speaking of, uh, I think we have a good show for you tonight. Uh, there's a big... Big day happening uh, on Saturday, uh, September 2nd, coming up uh, into the Labor Day weekend this, uh, uh, this weekend. Uh, the long-awaited official debut of Tom Lee Park uh, opens up on Saturday, uh, and it is a big deal. It's been renovated. It's been completely transformed, uh, and it is uh, quite beautiful from what I'm to understand. We are going to be speaking uh, with uh, the head of the Memphis River Parks Partnership. Her name is Carol Coletta, and she's the driving force behind uh, the renovated uh, Tom Lee Park, and we look forward to talking with her about that, uh, what we're going to uh, be able to experience on Saturday, and just, uh, you know, just the labor of love it took to, uh, to bring all of this together, because it's been a long time coming. Uh, one of the things that we don't talk about much on this show, or we haven't to this point, uh, is public transportation, uh, meaning MATA. Uh, and uh, recently, there was a community meeting uh, put together uh, by some local groups and organizations who, quite frankly, uh, are a little bit disappointed in the performance uh, of our public uh, bus line matter uh, in terms of um, uh, being on time, in terms of buses breaking down, lack of communication, some not showing up at all. So anyway, uh, they hosted a, a big meeting uh, where they met with the president and CEO of Meta uh, and also had uh, Congressman uh, Steve Cohen was a part of that meeting as well as, uh, as a city councilwoman uh, Michael Easter Thomas. Uh, so we're going to be speaking with uh, Johnny Mosley. Johnny is uh, the, uh, the founding member and head of Citizens for Better Service. Uh, he's going to tell us uh, about this meeting, which I hear was standing room only, uh, and what, if anything, we can gain from that 
as we look forward uh, into the future. And uh, the National the the, uh, the, the uh, NAACP, National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, uh, has been a long and storied organization uh, for decades. Here in Memphis, uh, they recently uh, selected a new president of the Memphis chapter of the NAACP. His name is Kermit Moore. And Kermit's going to join me uh, in uh, just a little bit to talk uh, about, uh, he's been a long time member of the NAACP. He's seen him come and he's seen him go. Uh, and I really am curious to find out uh, in these times in which we live, especially now here in Memphis, uh, what the organization uh, is uh, moving forward to doing uh, to try to make things a little bit better for all of us. So there's your lineup uh, on uh, this uh, Monday evening. Uh, sounds good. I hope uh, you think so by the end of the broadcast. Uh, but before we get too far into this, as I do each and every Monday, right about this time, uh, we celebrate you. And we celebrate uh, your current trip around the sun. Now, many of you celebrated over the weekend. Uh, many of you have birthdays today uh, and maybe this week. So uh, this little piece of the broadcast is dedicated for you because we want to shout you out because we know how important it is that you are actually here uh -oh, with us. This mic is a little kind of off. I got to be careful the way I, I hold on to it here. But I can't do any of that before I say hit it, Brent. hands off things, Chip. It works better when you do it like that. Happy birthday. Happy birthday is going out to the following folks. Walter Lovett celebrating today, as is Latasha Shaw. Rose Aikens is celebrating her birthday today. Travail Walker, happy birthday to you. Anthony Prather, Dee Dee is celebrating a birthday today. Val Copeland, it is your birthday. Happy birthday to Jack E. Denise Wiley celebrating today. Happy birthday, Claire Nelson Hick and Kenneth Allen Culp. And because Lola has not rushed over to the mic, uh, one would assume that she's got no birthdays for today. No birthdays. For oh, here she comes, ladies and gentlemen. Level Lola. <laughs> I forgot my vacation is because it is my cousin Demetria's birthday on September 1st. Also, my friend Aikisha Griffith. Happy birthday, lady. Happy birthday to the lady. What vacation? You said vacation? Are you, oh, is it from us or from. Okay. Anyway, uh, since you got those in, ladies and gentlemen, they're important. And happy birthday to each and every one of you. I hope your day has been filled with fun and laughter. And we hope to be with you next year, right around this same time, to celebrate your next trip around the sun. Thank you, Brand. All right, some news and notes. Uh, well, first thing, uh, first, uh, we lost a uh, television icon a couple of days ago. Bob Barker, a uh, longtime host of The Price is Right, uh, passed away over the weekend. Uh, he was one tick short of 100 years old. He died at 99. And, of course, uh, many of us grew up with him. Many of you all grew up with him as well. Uh, so, uh, you know, gave us a lot of pleasure and joy uh, on TV for a very, very, very long time. Also, uh, former governor of the state of Tennessee, Don Sunquist, uh, died, I believe it was yesterday, at the age of uh, 87. Uh, so, you know, of course, uh, anytime, uh, you know, we leave this world and transition into uh, the better place, uh, uh, we always uh, wish that your memories will always be a blessing. So, you know, we have, uh, we, we constantly deal with crime. Uh, in our city. And, uh, you know, lately, of course, a lot of the focus has been on downtown. 
uh, because of uh, what happened a couple of three weeks ago when eight people got shot down there. So they've got barricades down and a special pedestrian uh, way of getting around down there. Three o'clock yesterday morning, uh, not in that area, but in a downtown, a part of another part of downtown, three people were shot, one was killed. Uh, you know, in this particular area, they, somebody said it sounded like a bomb going off. With so many shots were being fired down there. So, you know, again, uh, you know, you start to uh, think you're handling one part of the city, and then all of a sudden, uh, they just they said, "Well, that's fine. We don't need to go down there. We go down there and start some trouble." So that's what they did. They went to move to another location, and unfortunately, a life uh, was lost uh, early yesterday morning. Uh, a very uh, tragic scene in uh, Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, where a man walked into a Dollar General store uh, with the specific aim of killing black people. This uh, has been uh, has been classified as a hate crime. Uh, the young man was, uh, was a white male. He was 21 years of age. Uh, and, uh, he, he walked in the store, specifically targeted three uh, 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 African-Americans, black folks, whichever term you use uh, in situations like this, and uh, killed them all. Then he turned the gun on himself and killed himself. Uh, in the subsequent investigation, police found out that this was a hate crime. Uh, he had uh, some very um, negative uh, information uh, on his computer and his manifesto, uh, you know about uh, you know about black folks and uh, that he preferred them not be here rather than be here. So again, another very uh, troubling situation. And uh, in case you thought that uh, there was no hate in this country. Uh, when you think about situations like that, you might want to think again. Uh, as far as um, uh, there's a there's a big storm. Uh, I can't remember Idella or something to that effect uh, hanging off uh, Cuba that is heading right toward Florida and really heading up to the Florida Panhandle. Uh, could be uh, making landfall on Wednesday. Florida is used to this kind of stuff, but they're taking this one pretty seriously. It could be pretty strong. Could be a Category Three. Uh, when it hits land uh, sometime on Wednesday, maybe around Tallahassee, uh, maybe south of that, maybe around Tampa. So we'll have to keep a very close eye on that and watch and see how all of that goes. Uh, there was a press conference on Friday uh, with uh, Benjamin Crump. He is representing uh, two families uh, who have uh, lost the loved ones he recently won. Uh, of course, uh, is Dejarion uh, uh, Huspeth. Uh, I'm trying to find uh, my information here. Uh, Javion Hudspeth, it was the, it was the gentleman who uh, was stopped by uh, a uh, Shelby County Sheriff's deputy uh, for, for a stop. Uh, and uh, they released the video on that uh, on Thursday evening. I don't know how many of you saw it or not. Uh, but uh, there, there's, there's a lot of questions still in reference to this. More questions than answered. We don't know uh, what predicated the stop. But, but, you know, there, there, are, there are a lot of other circumstances here. The young man did comply. The officer asked him to get out of the car. He got out of the car. Uh, told him uh, that, uh, you know, he checked the vehicle, asked him if he had anything in it. Uh, the young man did say he had a firearm in the car. But, and so uh, around here, that's, that's no big deal. Uh, so and then things escalated from there. Uh, the uh, trooper asked him to go to the backseat of his trooper. Uh, and wait until he searched the car. The young man got back in his car, drove off. The trooper uh, wound up inside the vehicle. 
Um, I would imagine trying to stop the vehicle at some point in time. Uh, uh, he fired a shot. Apparently, the trooper did. It struck the young man. Uh, the young man crashed out. Uh, the deputy was uh, ejected from the vehicle. A lot of questions about this. Uh, and, uh, you know, Benjamin Krupp is here to, uh, to work with the family to see if they can't uh, get down to the bottom of all of this. But again, a lot of questions uh, I have in reference to uh, all of this and uh, the actions of the young man uh, in particular that day. Uh, he is also representing, Crump is, uh, Courtney Ross. And Courtney was the, uh, the, the young man uh, who was found rummaging through uh, some garbage and other things, uh, you know, in, in a certain part of town. Uh, you was looking inside cars, suspicious behavior. Uh, police were called, uh, a short, uh, a short uh, chase uh, ensued, uh, and uh, Courtney, I guess, was complaining because he was very tired and exhausted. Uh, law enforcement called an ambulance and took him to the hospital and all the way to the hospital he died. So uh, to say the least, suspicious circumstances. So that's another investigation as well that we will keep our eye on and pay attention to. Uh, congratulations going out. Uh, we never talk about the city of Bartlett. Uh, I live in the city of Bartlett, by the way, but we never really talk about it because there's not a whole lot to talk about. But uh, congratulations going out to the newly appointed uh, Bartlett Alder woman. Her name is Monique Williams, and she is a chef and a restaurant owner and the first black in the history of Bartlett to be named uh, as an Alder woman on that board. She was uh, picked last uh, Tuesday from about 12 or 13 applicants, uh, and she replaces Alderman Bobby Simmons, uh, who stepped away because of health reasons. So congratulations uh, to Monique uh, Williams uh, setting, uh, setting the course out there. So we'll see, and we wish you nothing but the best of luck uh, as uh, time moves forward. And uh, I don't think a lot of us uh, remember this day in history, but this is a this day in history fact. Uh, 60 years ago, on August 28, 1963, uh, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King uh, led the march on Washington and gave his famous I Have a Dream speech 60 years ago on this date. And before I take my first break, I just have a, uh, I just have a I wonder question. And I wonder if he was still alive today, what he would think uh, of the state uh, of our country uh, today, some 60 years later. But that was uh, 60 years ago uh, today. That wraps up news and the notes on this Monday evening. I'm going to take my first break, and when we come back, we're going to get into the broadcast. What do you say? We're going to talk a little bit about public transportation and uh, what some of the issues are involving that. I'm Chip. You know who you are. We're going to take our first break of the night, and we'll be right back. Don't you go away. If you like Real Talk, here's a way you can get involved. Do you have a show topic idea or suggestion? Want to be considered a guest or have a guest idea? Then send Chip a message on his Real Talk show page and you can be a part of the Real Talk experience. So as he always says, go out and tell somebody. We'll be right back.
Goner Records is proud to sponsor WYXR. The 20th Goner Fest is coming to Rail Garden Thursday, September 28th through Sunday, October 1st, featuring bands from all over the globe, including the OCs, the Gories, the Mummies, Coffin, Sweeping Promises, Marked Men, and over 20 more bands and DJs. Ticket and streaming information at GonerFest.com. The third annual Record Swap and Zine Fest, hosted by the Memphis Listening Lab and Crosstown Arts, is coming up soon on September 2nd from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. and September 3rd from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Crosstown Concourse with free admission. Vendors will have new and used vinyl records, CDs, cassette tapes, and other music memorabilia. The fest will also feature local zine makers and zine creation booths. For more information, email info at memphislisteninglab.org. Get Real Talk on the TuneIn mobile app under WYXR, and he's now streaming live on Facebook. And you can also catch a rebroadcast on YouTube. Just put WYXR in the search box and hit subscribe. Now back to more Real Talk with Chip Washington. And welcome back to Real Talk Memphis on this Monday evening in the city. A beautiful day, by the way, don't you think? Absolutely gorgeous today. We're not dealing with 100-degree temperatures, uh, mid to upper 80s, very, very nice uh, indeed. So, uh, and before I uh, step into the interviews, I want to say hello to the Facebook Live folks uh, that are on the line uh, right now. Michael Harris, I see you. Jay Worth, my man, I see you down there, as well as my brother, Michael Washington, all the way from Los Angeles, California, and Sarah Gum. Just to name a few. Let me see. Uh, you know, folks get irritated when I miss them. Oh, Lillian Walker is also checking us out. Uh, appreciate you. So, listen, we, we were talking about uh, uh, something that, that really, for many, many people, uh, is uh, their relied uh, source of getting around this city. Uh, and that is, of course, the matter uh, and, and, and our bus transformation, our bus, uh, our bus transportation. Uh, well, you know, they've had some issues. I think it's fair for all of us to say that they've had some issues and, and many issues, uh, you know, in terms of routes and, and uh, you know, buses being on time and a lot of other things. Well, there's an organization uh, who pretty much got kind of fed up behind all of this and decided that they wanted to call to the carpet the president and CEO of Meta and brought along some heavyweight friends uh, like Congressman Steve Cohen. Well, Johnny Mosley uh, was uh, one of the organizers of, of this. He, he is the founding member of Citizens for Better Service, and he joins us tonight. They had their meeting last week, and I, I contacted Johnny, and I said, you know what, I want to find out more about this, and I want to let other people know about all of this. So first of all, Johnny, great to see you. Thanks for coming on the show tonight. Appreciate you. Yeah, thank you for allowing us to come here and offer some interpretation on what's going on as far as bus transportation is concerned. Now, you uh, you, you have said that this is a, an ongoing problem and it has been for qu quite a long time. Uh, a lot of folks uh, you know, have have a lot of complaints and many of them valid, uh, you know, about matter. Uh, but uh, you had gotten to the point now where you uh, felt it was necessary because of the, a lot of the complaints and you needed, you had more questions than answers. Uh, so you organized this big meeting that you had uh, last week. What was the reason uh, behind that? Well, first of all, the, uh, the, the purpose of the whole meeting was to 
number one was to allow the ridership to express themselves what problems they they have been having while riding public transportation. Mm-hmm. Uh, the members of your transit authority has heard from from me. They've heard from, of course, my group says for better service. They've heard from the Memphis Bus Rider Union, the Micah people. But it was time for the Memphis Area Transit Authority to hear from the ridership who are going through a great deal of pain riding the bus just to get to work or just to get to school, just to get to the doctor office. Uh, and because we have, as an organization, have, have attended the meetings uh, the the matter board meeting. We addressed the Memphis City Council. We addressed the County Commission. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we have even written letters, uh, even to Mayor Strickland, and and, and asked them to uh, to really look into the situation. But we felt that the time was now to call on our Congressman, Congressman Steve Cohen, uh, to get involved, uh, so so he can actually hear what's going on because our Congressman has been working hard over the years. To make sure that Mallard get millions of dollars, mm-hmm. uh, to make sure that that people have adequate and first class bus service in this town. What uh, what, what when you uh, met with uh, Mr. Rosenfeld uh, the other day? Uh, what were some of the complaints that you had, and what did he what did he admit to in terms of some of the problems? But but first, uh, kind of lay out some of the issues that you all had as a group. Well, the issues are, are, are many, but but the main issue is that number one, you have bus riders getting stuck at the uh, bus stops for up to three hours. Oh wow! Uh, you, you have and, and it's hot outside and and no waters and so people are struggling, uh, waiting for three at least up to three hours in some places. Secondly, you had a, a, a situation where matter has engaged in in bus. Uh, Routes cuts, especially in inner city area like Boxtown, uh, uh, North Haven, Firestone. Now, I can say for Boxtown, Matter did incorporate one bus uh, into the bus that they cut. I think it was a 38 cross down, and they incorporated part of that route into a bus called the 69. Uh, for the people in Firestone, uh, which is in North Memphis and North Haven, they no longer have any regular bus service. Mm. Now there is something called an on-demand service, which is supposed to act like it's a it's an Uber uh, service, but uh, that that is sort of like a pipe dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are complaining about calling the on-demand service or going online to get the on-demand service, and and they're not getting the adequate service as it is. Citizen service has never been really in favor of of the on-demand service. But uh, but we but we, we thought that if Matter just put the on-demand service out there, Matter would also keep the regular bus routes in that area, right. so people can get back and forth. So and so on-demand service, you know, is just a service for a small van. It may hold up to about eight people. Okay. But you but you get a big bus that's more than eight people. So we were saying keep the regular service out there in those areas. So the bus uh, service. Uh, it's not in those areas, so you you got that going on. Yeah. You have a lack of bus shelters. You have a lack of a, a printed bus schedule. Mallard no longer has printed bus schedule. They're telling everybody they need to go online. Well, first of all, a lot of people don't know how to go online, even if they go on their telephone sure. and go on the uh, Mallard website. 
it is not customer friendly. You got to go all over the place to try to find the bus that you're looking for. A bus schedule would be would be easier yeah. for people to be able to get uh, uh, to find out what time the bus is from. Now, Johnny, uh, when you addressed uh, some of these issues uh, as pertains uh, to the uh, leadership uh, at Matter. Uh, I'm, I'm curious to, 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 to find out what Mr. Rosenfeld said. Uh, I mean, I'm sure he, he, he understood your issues, but uh, I mean, I mean, what, what, did you feel uh, like he, you know, I mean, was really listening to the conversation? I mean, what was your takeaway? Well, let me put it this way. Prior to getting to that point, as I said, we, we, we have attended the meetings and, and we have addressed uh, the meetings to him, as, as well as the matter of leadership, the board, uh, as well as Mississippi Council. Prior to that, we, we were saying to to matter, you need to go ahead and fix these issues. We think that uh, the uh, if, you know, the, the ridership field that matter has turned a deaf ear to their well, it has turned a deaf ear to us, uh, and, and 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 told us where well, there's only a few people who are complaining. So I was like. Okay, if that be the case, that's why it was necessary for us to have this meeting, and that's why it was necessary to bring in people. Because one thing Mallory likes to say is that they're suffering uh, from from a lack of funding uh, from from the state, federal level, and the city level. They're saying that cost, uh, the money has not uh, kept up with the inflationary cost. We understand everything goes up, uh, but but at the same time, we're saying that there are some common sense way to deal with issue. Uh, if, if people are waiting on the bus, uh, there's, there's nothing wrong with having a supervisor driving up and down the street and say, look, your bus has broken down. Uh, we're doing everything in our power to make sure that you'll be able to get to where you're going. We're going to either get you another bus in or we're going to take you to the nearest bus stop sure. where you can make a connection to get on the bus. Sure. That's the way it used to do, uh, used to do uh-huh. back in the day. Uh-huh. But but then the, the communication is not there. And and we're saying that, okay, you got dollars and cents. We want you to use common sense and and, and, and provide these people adequate bus service. Was he receptive to that? Was he receptive to uh, what you all had to say? I don't feel that to be the case. Now we're going to do a follow up. Now we just didn't just have a meeting. We actually left him a, a what about a twelve page uh, report of some things that we want him to do, mm-hmm. uh, and we want him to do it in a timely basis. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do a follow up. We hope to do a follow up uh, meeting with the administration. And but we're not going to stop there because the push coming to show. I've heard from Mayor Strickland, and the push coming to show. We're, gonna, we're definitely going to get Mayor Strickland involved. And Mayor Strickland even talked about how. He has increased funding for matter over the years that he has been in office. Uh, I think it's a lack of, of priority. Matter needs to start prioritizing uh, how they're going to spend money. Secondly, uh, you know, you know uh, the uh, president and CEO of Matter get to pick his own administration, which is more than right. But you have people on that administration who are not from Memphis, mm-hmm. so they don't know the culture of Memphis, mm-hmm. and so. Uh, but the matter is, they don't have the same feeling of them. So basically, what we're saying is real simple. And all the issues that, that are going on, the most important issue is dignity. Yeah. The people who ride the bus are not being treated with a sense of human dignity and respect. They're being ignored. 
Well, you know, I mean, it, it takes a, it takes things like this to to, to galvanize and, and get attention. I heard it was a standing room only uh, effort, and I'm up against the clock, but I want you to do me a favor. Uh, keep me posted as to, uh, you know, what happens next here. Uh, you know, if, if you know what kind of type of action you're going to get, how uh, the congressman is going to be involved in this effort as well, because this is very important. There is a certain population of our people here in this city who heavily rely on MANA to get across uh, across town, get to work, and take care of a lot of other things. So, uh, Johnny, will you do me a favor and uh, stay in touch with, with me on this? Because uh, I think this is something that we need to, 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 to stay on top of. Definitely, definitely weird. And uh, because we want to make sure that, that people that actually should, should get to their destination, that's all they want. They don't want anything else. They don't want anything less. They want to be able to get to A, to be. That's it. Thank you so much for allowing me to be on the show. Johnny, thank you for coming on the show. And we'll be talking down the road, okay? In the meantime, you take care and be careful out there. Thank you. So, you know, that's a big issue, ladies and gentlemen. And, uh, you know, that's something a lot of us don't think about. Let's be honest about it. A lot of us don't think about it uh, like we should. Uh, but, uh, you know, getting around uh, for a lot of people is a challenge. Uh, and organizations like uh, Johnny, Citizen for Better Service, uh, the leaders of Madden and a lot of these other places need to be held accountable. And that is what they are doing. Uh, thank you for being on the show. We're going to take another break. And when we come back, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the NAACP uh, with its new president right here on this edition of Real Talk Memphis for a beautiful Monday evening. I'm Chip. We'll be right back. If you like Real Talk, here's a way you can get involved. Do you have a show topic idea or suggestion? Want to be considered a guest or have a guest idea? Then send Chip a message on his Real Talk show page and you can be a part of the Real Talk experience. So as he always says, go out and tell somebody. We'll be right back. WYXR is supported by Independent Bank, celebrating 25 years of sharing stories, building dreams, and serving heroically. More information regarding how iBank can help you achieve your financial dreams at i-bankonline.com. Member of FDIC. WYXR is supported by Mempho, presenting Green Sky Bluegrass at Minglewood Hall on Thursday, November 16th. This is an all-ages show and will include an opening set by Lindsay Liu. Ticket information and availability at MemphisPresents.com. Get Real Talk on the TuneIn mobile app under WYXR, and he's now streaming live on Facebook. And you can also catch a rebroadcast on YouTube. Just put WYXR in the search box and hit subscribe. Now back to more Real Talk with Chip Washington. And welcome back to Real Talk Memphis on this Monday evening. And and, be, and before I get to my guest, the reason I'm laughing is in the last segment, 
you know, I have a good looking crew. I mean, they're all they're all they're all good looking people. Lola is 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 is, is an attractive woman, and and Bryn is is uh, is on the board here. And you know, we have a glass. Uh, you know, kind of a you can look in through the glass. And he has some admirers uh, out there, and they were just, I mean, they were like running back and forth trying to get his attention, tapping on the window, and I was just like. Oh, isn't this cute? All these folks, all this attention going on around here. But I digress. I digress. Uh, Good-looking folks, man, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so my next guest uh, is a man who has um, been in the trenches, uh, I, I should say, for a very long time. At the top of the show, I mentioned that this was the 60th anniversary of the March on Washington uh, and the great I Have a Dream speech uh, delivered by the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King. Uh, and, uh, you know, I was thinking about Kermit, uh, you know, when I was talking about that. Uh, Kermit Moore uh, is my next guest, and uh, he has been a longtime member of the of the Memphis chapter of the NAACP. He was recently selected as their new president, uh, and he joins me tonight. And Kermit, it's great to see you. Congratulations, and thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Chip. Thanks for having me. So, you know, as, as stated before, you know, you, you've been in this battle for, for a very long time. And, of course, uh, you're succeeding Van Turner, who, uh, you know, stepped away as he's running for, for mayor of the city of Memphis. Uh, you know, and, and you and I talked offline a little bit, and I kind of wanted to, uh, to know from you, uh, you know, what, what you're seeing today. And more importantly, what is the role or what would you like the role uh, of uh, this uh, current edition of the NAACP uh, to be uh, as we continue to move forward uh, dealing with uh, some of the challenges uh, that we see in our in our city today? First, let me tell your audience what our mission is. Okay. Our mission is to achieve equality, political rights, and social inclusion by advancing policies and practices that expand human and civil rights, mm -hmm. eliminate discrimination, and accelerate the well-being, education, and economic security of black people and all people of color. Mm -hmm. My goal is to have a clear message of the relevance of the NAACP today. We are still fighting structural discrimination, unjust policing, prosecution, incarceration, practices that unfairly impact our communities. Reform is needed to build a just system. Now, having said that, uh, you know, what, as you, from your purview, from, 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 your, from your lens, uh, you know, where are we, you know, as a city? Where are we as a community? We obviously know that crime is clearly the number one issue uh, on everybody's mind. But but from your purview, you know, where, where are we as a city? Uh, and, 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 and have we slipped a few notches uh, in, in your estimation uh, from years gone by? Definitely we have slipped. We are falling behind as a city. We must invest in our youth. Crime is a problem. It's a problem all across our metropolitan area. Mm -hmm. And until we address education, low wage employment, 
and all these other discriminatory practices that we have, we can hire all the police that they say we need. Police, and I'm not anti-police, but police aren't the true answer to our crime problem. We have to address the root causes is poverty, lack of education, and the lack of good paying jobs. As president of the uh, NAACP, what is what, what do you see the role of the NAACP in reference to the things you just addressed? What do you think uh, the role of your organization should be moving forward now? We must be at all council meetings, commission meetings, school board meetings, and ensure that funding is relocated to the community to build our communities, to give our youth something to do. We can't reach out to our youth when they get 12, 13 years old. We have to touch them when they're seven, eight, nine, ten, giving them things to do, showing them that with an education, you can get out of poverty. You ain't got to sell drugs. You ain't got to rob, steal, and kill but we have to show them something different. And we got to be visible in our community. The NAACP, our other nonprofits, our churches got to come away from the four walls and get in the street. And our community has to start being communities again. There seems to be a a, a disconnect. And I know that one of the things uh, that you talked about in terms of law enforcement, there, there seems there's a there's a mistrust uh, that that I think I don't think anybody would argue uh, these days between the community, you know, and law enforcement. Uh, you know, we 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 are you know we're seeing uh, acts uh, that occur every day that to many of us don't make a lot of sense. Now, uh, you know, I talked about uh, Dr. King and this being the 60th anniversary of his march on Washington. Now, you've been. Uh, you know, on some of those marches uh, in the past, uh, you know, when 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 folks gather like this, uh, you know, in in mass, in 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 with hundreds of people, or thousands of people, and things like that, what should be the underlying message of 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 why you all are getting together? And you know, um, as we remember Dr. King, I asked the question earlier, what would he think about our country today? What do you think he would think about our country today? Well, I really uh, don't know what Dr. King would think. But, Chip, you and I have seen our country go backwards. We're still fighting. The March on Washington, August 28, 1963 was a march for jobs and freedom. We came out of that march. A couple of years later, we got the Voting Rights Act. Mm -hmm. We got the Fair Housing Act. We got the Civil Rights Act. And today, 
we have the superior court of the land taking back things that we strive to win. Mm -hmm. We're in a fight today like never before. It's no different. It's worse, if you ask me, than in 1963. Because in 1963, my parents saw what they was going up against. Mm -hmm. They had to fight it head on. We got people hiding behind different organizations mm. that fund our elected officials to spur hate and to do things to take away our rights. Uh, you know, uh, when you when you when you break it down like that, uh, and and uh, and you and you bring it closer to home. Of course, we're talking about our city here uh, in, in Memphis, and we have a, <clears throat> a consequential election. This is the last thing I want to ask you about. Uh, we have a very consequential election coming up October fifth. Early voting starts uh, September fifteenth. Uh, a lot of people don't seem to think. Uh, that it is too important to go out to the polls. We have we have proof of that in past elections where we've seen 20, 25%, you know, maybe 30% of uh, all registered voters actually take time to go uh, and exercise their right to vote. What do you have to say about that? Well, I would solicit all registered voters to get out and vote for the mayor of your choice and for the council of your choice. Mm -hmm. The people who get elected on October 5th will be representing the entire city for the next four years. Mm -hmm. We cannot sit back and let 10% of the elect electors make decisions for us. If we continue to do that, we will not make progress. We have to get out and vote, take friends, family. And our youth need to be mobilized. Mm -hmm. Nothing changes in this country without you. In 1963, Dr. Martin Luther King was still a young man when he gave the iconic, I have a dream speech. Mm -hmm. But let me not take a moment to give kudos to Asa Philip Randolph, who started the March on Washington movement in the 1940s, and his protege, Baird Rustin, for being the chief strategist for that March on Washington in 1963. Kermit Moore, uh, the new president of the Memphis chapter of the NAACP. Uh, Kermit, thank you for uh, coming on the show tonight. Thank you for your, your passion uh, and, and thank you for your words. And of course, uh, you know, we'll be following you and we will be following the NAACP during this very critical time. Thanks for taking the time to come on the show tonight. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. 
God bless. You too. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's a consequential time for all of us. Uh, and uh, we must understand this and we must uh, not be deterred uh, from uh, our mission because there is a constant mission uh, that we are facing uh, each and every day here. Uh, and voting is uh, is really the number one uh, issue uh, that we need to be faced with right now. Whether or not you don't think your vote counts, just look in your history books. You know, go down the, go down the path, and you'll find out uh, that votes do count. They do matter, and they are important. We're going to take a final break. When we come back, we're going to talk about a grand opening, uh, unlike uh, any grand opening we've ever seen here in the city of Memphis. This is Real Talk Memphis. I'm Chip. We'll be right back. If you like Real Talk, here's a way you can get involved. Do you have a show topic idea or suggestion? Want to be considered a guest or have a guest idea? Then send Chip a message on his Real Talk show page and you can be a part of the Real Talk experience. So as he always says, go out and tell somebody. We'll be right back. Church Health's Memphis Plan continues its decades-long commitment to serving local musicians with comprehensive health care and also tailors its focus to small business owners and the self-employed. Healthcare through the Memphis Plan provides care in Memphis for Memphians. Related services include preventative health, optometry, dental care, and more. More information regarding availability at memphisplan.org or at 901-272-PLAN. WYXR is supported by Mempho, presenting Green Sky Bluegrass at Minglewood Hall on Thursday, November 16th. This is an all-ages show and will include an opening set by Lindsay Liu. Ticket information and availability at MemphoPresents.com. Get Real Talk on the TuneIn mobile app under WYXR, and he's now streaming live on Facebook. And you can also catch a rebroadcast on YouTube. Just put WYXR in the search box and hit subscribe. Now back to more Real Talk with Chip Washington. And welcome back to Real Talk Memphis for this Monday evening. Chip with you and uh, our next guest, uh, I, I would I, I would almost phrase her as an architect. Uh, you know, we have uh, a crown jewel in this city. Uh, many of us know, all of us know, especially the folks who've lived here for any period of time. It's Tom Lee Park, and Tom Lee Park has uh, gone undergone a complete renovation, uh, and it is it, it, it's it's taken a lot of work and a lot of labors. Uh, it's a, a big labor of love, and I, I wanted to find out more about all of this uh, with Carol Coletta. Uh, Carol is the executive director, president, uh, head of the Memphis River Parks Partnership, and she joins me now. And Carol, it's great to see you. Thanks for coming on the show tonight. Thanks for having me. We're excited. It's this, a big week. This is a big week. Uh, Saturday, September 2nd uh, is is the day that, that, that you are targeting uh, for the, the grand reopening uh, of this park. Why is this so special? Why is this such a, a memorable day uh, in, in our city? 
Well, we have a riverfront that I think in many ways is unmatched in terms of a location on the world's most storied river. Uh, it's the Mississippi River at its widest and wildest at Memphis. And we've never been able to do much with our riverfront because it's really it's really a tough riverfront to work with. And I've watched, you know, riverfronts and waterfronts all over the world. And um, to finally get a chance to do something meaningful with 30 acres on our riverfront is so exciting. So, and it's it's the part of our riverfront that is very um, accessible from both downtown as well as some very distressed neighborhoods just beyond downtown. So it's sort of the perfect piece of real estate. I would bet Chip, no one, in Memphis, uh, and no one thinking about investing in Memphis, whether it's your time, your talent, your your money, whatever it is, um, does so without seeing this particular piece of property. So to convey it at that place, Tom Lee Park, uh, an ambitious Memphis, uh, I, I think is is so meaningful, and we also get a fabulous park in the bargain. And, you know, you talk about it, you know, and, and it's a show place. And, and this is this is one of the uh, this is one of the, you know, the prime pieces of, of our city. And this is what people see when they come here. How important was that for you as you were, you know, you all were developing this and, 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 and putting this into fruition? Well, we managed five miles of riverfront on behalf of the city of Memphis. So so we had a lot of places we could have worked. Uh, but this truly is the best connected, most accessible to uh, to people across a broad set of demographics. Uh, and it is probably the most um, seen piece of property on the riverfront. And therefore the most, you know, it has the opportunity to attract the most attention and the most visitors. So that's why it made sense to start uh, or to move next to Tomley Park. You have, uh, and, and, and this project has gotten uh, the attention uh, of, of, of national publications and, 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 and magazines, and, and, and it, it really has, uh, I mean, it, 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 this is really a big deal, uh, I would say, uh, for our city uh, at a time when we really need a, a positive big deal. Uh, what is, in terms of the, the coverage, uh, and in the anticipation of uh, the new Tom Lee Park, that has that has gotten so much attention. Uh, do you think? Well, um, you're right. We've had not only national attention but international attention in a number of design magazines, news publications, uh, international podcasts like Monocle Magazine. I mean, it's really been remarkable how the international press has responded to this uh, to this design and. We were really fortunate to hook up with two, two among many fabulous uh, architecture and landscape architecture firms, Studio Gang based in Chicago and Scape based in New York, um, both of which have just, they're both headed by women. They're both headed by women who've been on the Time Magazine, 100 most influential uh, Americans. and That's big. to That's work really big. with that kind yeah. of talent yeah. in Memphis, I think is very significant. And it's not that it, and plus we had internationally recognized um, uh, artists, the Astor Gates doing a new piece in the park, along with James Little, who had an, uh, was so generous and gave us a piece to adapt to the new court underneath the sunset canopy. 
So you put all that together, it's really a, a an A++ team. And they have really, I think, knocked it out of the ballpark. They both, both firms, I think, are feeling like this, you know, this is work to be, to be touted by their firms uh, among many fabulous projects they're doing. And to have Memphis elevated in that way, again, puts us on a list of cities uh, that, who, that are ambitious, that are that believe in good design, that believe in ambitious public space, um, that have a spectacular waterfront to work with. And um, despite, as you say, some trouble, uh, never want to minimize your problems, but every city has problems. I've worked all over the world, mm -hmm. trust me. Mm -hmm. um, and um, we are uh, we, we've got to be able to both address our problems and seize on our opportunities. This is a good way, uh, certainly, to seize on our opportunities, and I would say even to address some of our troubles. Now that it, now that we are you know, at the finish line here, Carol, uh, what do you want the takeaway to be uh, you know, in reference to this multi-million dollar project what, what, what would you like to take away to be after all well of, of course i want everyone to love it and feel at home and feel like it's theirs that's obvious but also the most common in fact today we had this the most common comment we get from people who see the park for the first time say i cannot believe memphis did this and oh, wow. that wow. i want to wipe away i want memphians to think we can and will do great things it's all possible here. It's just a matter of our, you know, getting it together, organizing, being ambitious. Don't let the naysayers hold us back. Don't set, you know, let the the trivializers sure. uh, keep us down. Sure. Uh, let's be ambitious for our city, and that's what we've been at Tomley Park. So Saturday, uh, this all kicks off at what time? Noon, I believe. Is that what the, uh, the uh, it kicks track? off with a fabulous parade down the Cutbank Bluff, led by Lucky Seven Brass Band at eleven thirty. Okay, we'll get to the bottom of the bluff, and we'll have uh, we'll have a few remarks. The ribbon will be cut. Um, we'll process through the park um, and make it to the Sunset Canopy for an interfaith ecumenical blessing of the of the park with mm -hmm. Tennessee Mass Choir. Mm -hmm. And then we will go down to the um, second original Tom Lee sculpture where the outstretched hands, Tom Lee and a survivor, uh, are stretching hands for him to save um, drowning people in the Mississippi. And we'll have a water ceremony there. And then the whole park lights up, double Dutch, uh, Juggling, circus acts. Um, wow, this uh, is a yeah. You know, wow, Latin is, dance. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, volleyball, basketball skills, uh, dancing at night. Uh, Gary Goins band. Yeah, uh, it's going to be fabulous. It goes until nine o'clock Saturday night. Okay, and then the activity continues on both Sunday and Monday. Well, I tell you what, uh, this is really uh, quite uh, the endeavor, and uh, they they picked the right one. I can I can tell you that, too. Um, and because uh, your your excitement and your enthusiasm, uh, not only for the project but for the city, is is very infectious. Congratulations, uh, congratulations uh, to you and all of those who uh, put in the hard work uh, uh, to get to where we are now, and we look forward to this being a showcase for many years to come. Carol, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. 
thank you so much. And, come, and, come Saturday. Yeah, I might just swing down there through you. You got me all excited now, so I may be coming <laughs> down and see you. But thank you, Carol. I really appreciate that. Thanks. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, that puts a wrap on uh, this edition uh, of Real Talk Memphis. And uh, I tell you what, man, Tom Lee Park, and that, that's going to be exciting. That big, big, big time, big opening. Uh, and, and uh, you know, we hope that, uh, you know, folks go down to truly appreciate it for what it is. Now, I don't usually do this, but before I get out of here, I, I, and I, and I, I, uh, uh, I listen a lot on social media. I'm always on Facebook. I'm always kind of watching and listening. You know, I'm in this radio thing and, and, and trying to see what folks are thinking and saying. And, um, uh, you know, I, I, I sort of befriended this cat called, you know, his name is Jay Worth, uh, GKP. You know his 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 uh, his uh, his uh, his, uh, his uh, moniker is y'all already know who it is, and many of you after me just saying that probably know exactly who I'm talking about. With well, Jay, uh, a very talented young man, uh, you know in terms of production, and he you know he he knows his stuff, uh, and and he and I top it up about uh, some of the challenges that we are dealing with in our city and a lot of other things that that are going on and. Uh, uh, you know, he, he's, he, you really need to go and, and watch him every now and again. Uh, he has this street preacher way of talking to people and talking about us as a city. He doesn't talk about us, you know, in a negative way, uh, but, but he does uh, point out uh, some of the uh, issues and uh, uh, some of the th- challenges that we're dealing with. And he did one uh, yesterday, I believe it was, that was just so powerful. I had to call him last night and said, man, preach on preacher. Uh, because, uh, you know, we need folks to tell the truth about what is happening around here. We all love our city. We live here. We work here. We have families. You know, uh, you know, we do our business here. And as Brim plays this out, uh, you know, it is, but it is important for us to, to not ignore what is happening out here. Because all of us have a responsibility to make things better for the rest of us. Uh, and, and we're dealing with some uh, pressures and some challenges out here. Uh, but, but you know what? If, if we don't talk about it, uh, then nothing will get done. And if you're not part of the solution, you are part of the problem. Jay is part of the solution. And, and I salute him uh, for everything that uh, he does to bring forth some of the issues that are going on out here. Storm Brother, you should check him out. Uh, as for us, thank you for checking us out this evening. Thank you for following us. Uh, thank you for supporting this show. I always ask you to go out and tell somebody about what we're doing if you like what we do. Uh, because I really enjoy being here each and every Monday night with you from 6 to 7 p.m. So for Brent, for Nicole, and for Lola, I'm Chip. Please be careful. Please be safe. And we look forward to seeing you soon. We are out.